between Byron and Megan yeah. and their four sets, they did 100. So we had 900 between us. And we were basically just doing five reps every, every two, and, two and, a and a half minutes. For four hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, roughly 415, 420 or something like that. We'll definitely do a walking our hands competition. We'll definitely do a box jump competition. Like stuff like that, like broad jump competition. Um, some like power stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, and... Like I like to, because you're a pretty athletic guy as well. Um, I've seen you do some stuff. But, um, not the last two weeks because, you know, Adrian didn't want to film me in my underpants. I never said that. I, I mean, would have been thrilled to have filmed you in your underpants. I don't think that's the case. I think I mentioned it and you were sort of a bit fishy about it, and then all of a sudden, no, like, I wasn't. I was yeah. like, yeah. You ready? I think so. I think I'm ready. Welcome back, everybody, to the big. Flex. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we survived. We did it. We're still here. We did thousand squats between us and a couple of assistant sets from uh, Megan and Byron. Um, but before we even start talking about the squat challenge, Ooh, what else are we talking? If about? you haven't done so already, oh yeah, please like and subscribe. You know the whole reason why we did the squat challenge. Yeah, <laughs> the whole reason. The whole reason. So please like the channel, subscribe, um, you know, put the bells on for notifications if you want to get updated on when we put new videos and content out. Yeah. Um, if you haven't done so already, you can look up up here. You can look up here and I'll put the link to the uh, to the 1,000 squat challenge, 1,100 kilo squats that we did. Yeah, and helps us out a lot. Yeah. yeah so a little bit of background for those just tuning in, although... Basically, the only people that listen to this podcast are people from the gym, and so they already know why we did it. But when we did a hundred subscribe, we got to a hundred subscribers. We raced first to a hundred squats. Mm -hmm. Then we said, when we get a thousand subscribers, you know what? And I'll put up here, uh, up here. I'll put the race to one hundred kilo squats as well. People can yeah. watch that if they want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. At the end of that video, when we were very jelly legs, because we did hundred squats in like ten or twelve minutes. I feel like we said that we would do the thousand squat challenge, thinking that it would just take a very, very long time, and it happened a lot sooner than I think we both thought, right? Yeah, well, you know, especially since doing, you know, I went to this whole thing. It started last May. I post every single day on social media, and granted, I haven't done every single day, but I am posting across three different. Um, social media platforms. It was four, but TikTok can just go to hell. So it's three different social media platforms. Um, and so if you look at total number of posts, it's definitely more than one a day, but there are a lot of duplicates there. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. yeah, so basically across um, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, there's just been a heap of posting since last May and it's jumped the subscribers up from like 500 up to like 1400 now. So when we got to 1000 subscribers, we said, let's do 1100 kilo squats. And, uh, and we did it. We did it. Barely. Well, I don't know barely. I thought it was actually not too bad. Look, we definitely did do it. We did it with the help of, of the team. We had uh, Byron and Megan helping us out as well. Yes. Um, our, our clients, they were responsible for taking some of the strain away from us. So like if we needed it, they'd jump in and do an AMRAP set. And they crushed it. They both did really well. They did really good. Uh, yeah, yeah. So how, how, should we, how should we start? Well, I think, I think it's in, like... Set the scene for like what we did. Yeah, so or just well, like just go straight into. Well, the... I think I think yeah. Let's just you know, talk about in terms of prep. So because during this whole process, I've been losing weight. Mm -hmm. I've gone from one hundred seventeen point seven five kilos down to as of this morning one hundred six point six kilos. And if you want to know why, you could look up here. Yes, and you post a link to the other series that you're doing. I'm going to post a ten percent body fat. Yes, right? a link to the playlist. The road ten percent body fat. Um, so which, if you want to see this guy in his yeah. underwear. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's a full transparency. So you see me daily weigh-ins on the scale, weekly 
photo progress pictures in my underpants. Um, not the last two weeks because, you know, Adrian didn't want to film me in my underpants. I never said that. I, I mean, would have been thrilled to have filmed you in your underpants. I don't think that's the case. I think I mentioned it and you were sort of a bit fishy about it. And then all of a sudden, no, like, I wasn't. I yeah. was like, yeah, cool, whatever. Yeah, Kez yeah. wasn't there. Oh, hey, man, you need a bro to film you in your underpants. I'm your bro. I'll film you in your underpants, you know? And yeah, the last two weeks, there's been, no, there's been no undie shots. But the progress pictures will come commence again next week for a few weeks. Um, and, you know, full transparency on my diet. So there's a video on there of, you know, showing exactly how I prepare 2,000 calorie um, in a day. Um, across all the five meals and you know it's actually quite a good amount of volume of food mm. um, talk about macros and calories and all sorts of stuff so it is pretty interesting if you are interested in, in that and on my journey to get down to 10 percent, which is going to be in total probably about 27 kilos i need to lose of mm. fat to get there and i'm down about just under 12 11 and a half kilos which is great yeah so um, you've been while well, you've been doing that yes that's what you've been doing lately i've been doing the opposite and i was down at 75 kilos and about six to 10% body fat. And now I'm going up to 90 kilos. And I'm just recently, uh, well, it depends. My weight's been fluctuating a lot over the last couple of weeks, well, but I'm pretty solid now at the 88 mark. Yeah. Well, when you first started working here, you were 75. Yeah. And then you did naturally, cause you did the, we did the first squat challenge. Like your weight was in the low eighties. Yeah. Low I, 80s? I weighed in at 74 on the day, but there was a but little I bit was, of cut to get there. For a while before we did the squat challenge, mm. I was, Bang on 75. Yeah. It was about a year and a bit before we did the squat challenge. Mm. And then for the squat challenge, as it got heavier and heavier and heavier, I just needed to eat more to recover. Yeah. Because um, my diet was, I was doing carnivores, primarily just fat and protein. Yeah. Um, and so I needed to add some carbs and things like that in just for recovery. So my weight went up a little bit. Um, I think I lost four kilos and got down to 74. Yeah. So... Yeah, so between 75 and 80, right. I naturally sit between 75 and 80 anyways, around the 80 mark. Yeah. Um, and I've been for static monsters to hit a weight class for a competition coming up. I've very slowly been making my way up to 90 kilos. And I'm almost there now. So it mm. would have been 15 kilos in about a year and a half is what I'm going for. Yes. Um, yeah, so I've been going up in weight. Yeah, so been you, going down. you originally went up. And then you're doing it a bit too quick and you weren't happy because you're putting on more fat mass than what you wanted. And then fat, you came yeah. back down about five kilos because yep. you went up to like 88. I was at 88 point, almost 89. And then you came back down to like 82. The first time I did a real dirty bulk. and yeah. was like snoring pretty hard, like a lot more fat around my face and neck and just wasn't enjoying it. I just I actually wasn't feeling good either. Right. Uh, and so then I dropped back hard all the way to about 83. 82-83, and then I've very slowly been building it back up since then. Nice. Focusing a lot more on what I'm eating, the quality of my food, and just being super strict and consistent with it. Not having pizza a few times a week <laughs> and like, you know, like- I being, don't know. There's still, lot, there's still a fair food Uber Eats and pizza boxes. There's still always there. one cheat meal a week. Okay. There's one cheat meal a week, sometimes two, but there's always one cheat meal, always. Nice. Um, but yeah, like much, much more consistent with it. And it's been uh, much better, much better. Awesome. Go of it this time around. So no, I've been going up in my weight, preparing for the squat. So challenge. Adrian's going up to 90. I'm coming down to 90. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he'll be there. Him. He'll be there before me, which is interesting because then we can do stuff and it's basically, it's the same weight. Mm. So there'll yeah. be no more disc disc discrepancy in, in weight, which would be very interesting, I think. Yep. Um, so yeah, so in the lead up, because I am losing weight, um, I've been very switched on with having high protein. I've been aiming for like, around three grams of protein per kilo of body weight per day. So like upwards of 300 grams, which is really hard to do. Um, but that means that because I can't just blow out my total calorie count, I've been keeping my fats and carbs quite low. My fats, uh, carbs have been usually only like 90 to maybe 120 grams on a, on a big day, which is not much. It's pretty low carbs. Um, but in the lead up to the squat, uh, the thousand squats, um, I had 
on the Thursday up to 160, 160 grams. On the Friday, I had 285 grams. And then the day of, I had 582 grams of, of carbs. And so my weight dipped up a little bit with the extra water retention. It's come back down. Um, but now I'm, I'm well lower than what I was um, before, before carb loading up. So that was my preparation um, in terms of food. In terms of actual training, um, it was just basically one month. It was like a good amount of volume on well, it wasn't even week one was not that much volume at all. Week two, I did 150, 100 reps twice. Week three, I did 150 reps twice. And then week four, I did two deload sessions. So just 15 reps, three by fives on like a Monday and a Thursday. And then we did the challenge on Saturday. So I kept it short and sweet. Um, and it was good because I hadn't trained in so long. I got those newbie gains back. Mm. Like I haven't trained properly since August when I hurt my neck. And so getting out, everything was feeling pretty good. Like I've had almost five months off, you know, four months off Mm. from the time we started filming, uh, started training. And um, I felt like my squat was just getting stronger each time. Like I was going Mm. no sleeves, no uh, squat shoes, just flat shoes, um, no belt. And just focusing on like bracing and using everything properly. And I felt great. Felt really good. I feel like almost the exact opposite of you. (laughs) Like I've been training for the squat challenge for quite a while because I knew that it was coming. So I've just been throwing AMRAP sets in. For the last couple of months, like about six months, not really doing the volume on squats, just like getting a couple of sets of 20 and, and like 15s, 10s and 20s um, at 100 kilos for a while. And it wasn't until the last month. So the first week of the last month, I did 100 squats. Then the next week was 250 squats. Then the week after that, the third week, I didn't want to do a lot of time doing a lot of volume. So the third week is about 425 squats. I just wanted to get a whole week in getting almost the 500 like we would be on the day. And in terms of how many, how many carbs I was eating... It was my birthday two weeks before the squat challenge. Yeah. So I was just, I didn't really focus on my calories. I was eating what I usually ate and then even more. The Monday after my birthday, I weighed in at 90.9. Ooh, B-boy. My weight went from about 87 to 91 almost. You also implemented Back down to, it's just some, all over some the place. creatine as well. Creatine creatine yes. at the start of the month as well. So it's, it's been all over the place, but way more carbs than usual. And then even still way more carbs right before the squat challenge as well. Um, I was feeling pretty rough like the whole time. The whole, the whole time. time in the lead up every week felt harder and harder and harder. Uh, but I feel like I, I really needed to do all that work to make sure I could handle it on the day. And that's what you were saying. Cause on the day I was struggling pretty hard. I was fresh and I was feeling good. And I was, I was really struggling to get the amount of reps that the I got. The last 150 looked tough for you. The, the last, last 100 were tough. really hard. Yeah. I was uh. all right up until then, but I felt like I needed that extra work just to like mentally know that I could actually do it in the first place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And even the recovery, I've been in pretty poor shape this week. Really? <laughs> I've been pretty beat up. Yeah. It, it's been quite a lot to recover from. Um, I did like a small session on Tuesday and even since Tuesday, like my back's still just a bit like tight and aggravated. My knees are a bit achy. Like uh, that really kind of took a toll on me more okay. than I thought it would. I thought that I would just be muscle sore. Yeah. Muscles are still sore, but more so it's more so just my joints are a little kind of achy. Not bad, just like still a bit achy. I just need more rest than I thought I'd need. Right. Yeah. I think it's interesting to say we, we actually had slightly different approaches in the lead up to the challenge where the week before I only wanted to do, because we knew, we knew we were going to get f- four sets in, two from Byron, two from Megan. Yeah. And so we knew that we were hoping that it would be around 100 reps less off the, off the total. Yeah. So we'd have to do around 450 squats each. And Paul so, Byron, I've been punishing that man, <laughs> doing volume squats alongside me, yeah. leading up to the comp, and he delivered too, which is yeah. good. And I took a different approach in my my last week, the most volume week, um, in the fact that I did only 300 squats. Mm. Um, 
because I didn't want to run the tank empty the week before the big show. Taking that similar from my when I was doing the running training and the lead up to the marathon, the week before was only is only meant to be about 30Ks as opposed to the full 42. Yeah, you don't do the whole amount. Right. Mm. But you really wanted to make sure that you could handle the whole volume. So you did like 450 squats the week before. But then I had almost an entire week off as well. I did one squat session in the week. But you felt you said you felt busted up during your deload sessions, whereas I still felt pretty fresh during my deload sessions. It was just the one deload session. Oh, yeah, because you were going to do two, but you only got, got the one done. Well, I was still, yeah, still pretty sore. So I just ate a lot more and took the extra time to recover. Yeah. Um, also, this is even a secondary goal to what I'm trying to do. So I consider this, even though we we're doing it as a challenge, I've been mainly trying to put on weight to, yes. get, to get to the weight class for, or as close to that under 90 marks as I can for the comp. So that was kind of my main goal. So even doing all that extra volume, if you want to put on weight, the best way that you could do it is hundreds and hundreds of squats, just volume squats. It loads your entire body up in a way that no other exercise does, probably bar deadlifts. You can lift the most amount of weight. You can do a hell of a lot of volume. And in terms of hormone response and strength gains and muscle built, squats is kind of the king of all exercises. So I just wanted to get as much volume in as I can while we're doing volume for the squat challenge. Yeah, that's fair. And I, I almost put on two kilos yeah. in like a month and a bit, which is huge yeah. uh, in terms of recovery that it's taken me like just under a kilo each month or about a kilo each month, yeah. which has been pretty tough, like lean weight. I'm not just talking about fat because that's easy to put on. And I put on about two kilos. I was around the 86-ish mark uh, around December and now I'm at 88. But you are going to hold a bit more water weight from that creatine as well. That's yeah. important to note. Yeah? yeah, but consistently, even from before, like yeah. consistently I'm bang on 88 now, which, which is, is great. Which is, yeah, huge. Nice. Um, so yeah, if you ever want to put on a, a good couple of kilos of muscle, just do three to 400 squats a week for a couple of weeks. For a few weeks. It'll then. be easy. What I'm really interested in is because with this road to 10% body fat, um, I did that initial DEXA scan when I was 115 kilos. Mm -hmm. I did that at the start of November and yep. then I got even fatter over Christmas and New Year's. And so I started my road to 10% body fat at 117.75, right? Yeah. So I put on an extra two and a half kilos, let's say. Um, I'm going in for my next DEXA scan when I get down to 105. So that would be 12 and a half kilos total loss, but mm -hmm. 15, so but 10 lost from my first DEXA scan. Yep. I, when you lose, and it's been quite quick, guys, it's only been 41 days and I've lost those 11 and a half kilos, right? When you lose weight quickly, you definitely are at risk of losing a lot of lean mass, which you don't want. You don't mm -hmm. want to strip your bone density down. You don't want to lose connective tissue and muscle mass. You want yeah. to lose fat mass, right? Yeah. Now, I know that I'm at risk of decreasing lean mass from dropping weight quickly, but in my mind, I'd rather just get this fat mass off and build up more lean mass later. And Do you think you are, though? Because you weren't training before. I wasn't training in the lead-up to that DEXA scan. And now that I have been training, and granted... January, I was only doing lower body. I wasn't doing any upper body. I did my first upper body session on Monday. This is Friday, guys. My tits are still so sore. It's like they're obnoxiously sore. I wake up every morning and I'm like, how dare you? All right. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, so, oh, so this was like, yeah, uh, I'm interested because in, one month of training a heap of volume on legs did that preserve my lean mass? Am I able to increase lean mass even? 
because I hadn't because so I weight. hadn't been training for so long beforehand. It's really interesting. So that Dexis game will hopefully be in about another two weeks mm-hmm. um, when mm-hmm. I hit the 105 mark, two to three weeks. And in that period between now and then, I'm only going to be doing more gym sessions. That'd be interesting. So well, and then what are we going to do after that? So let's say well, we've got to finish talking about the squat challenge first before what comes next. What do you mean? What else are we going to talk about? Well, I mean, how did you pull up afterwards? Like, oh, yeah. I, I finished. I don't want to think about. I it. finished the day. <laughs> And I'm going to put up a photo on the screen now. The worst part, the day of, was was this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll put it up on the screen, but basically it was uh, my... That was, that was I got a bar rash across my shoulders and my, my back was just peeling and flaking. And it I, was, I didn't ugh. get that bar rash across my shoulders. I felt it, though. It was burning. Mm. Every time I put that bar on my shoulders and my, my knee sleeves, like biting at the back of my knees, yeah. that started being more painful than anything else. It was It was burning yeah it was not nice towards the end mm. there uh it was just i was surprised i think because i have been squatting every week i've had a bar on my back it wasn't yeah. as bad as as yours obviously mm. um but you actually pulled up okay didn't you i actually pulled up surprisingly good so on the day on the day uh when i was squatting my knees were like a little bit achy around the 250 rep mark but then after like from like let's say 150 to 250 mm-hmm. but after 250 like they felt fine. Just, I don't, just they just felt good. And my depth actually started getting deeper towards the end. Like I was just like really warming up into it. And it just takes two 250 reps to yeah. warm up into your squats. And, you know? and um and also my quads, but just the meaty part right in the middle of the quads was burning quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. I thought my lower back and my hip flexors were going to get jacked, and they weren't during the session. I was like, all right, maybe tomorrow. On the Sunday and on the Monday. My quads, calves, and glutes were cooked. And what's funny is my erector spine, so the muscles that run column either side up your spine mm-hmm. that support your back and help hold you upright. Um, normally, I only feel those after squatting deadlifting like the bottom third of my back, basically. I felt them from my ass to my shoulder blades. Like the entire support system up the back was like, mm. all right, you've been, you've been working. So let's say back, quads, glutes, and a little bit in the calves for two days. By Tuesday, it was just quads and glutes. And by Wednesday, it was like 95% better. Thursday, I felt 100% yesterday. Um, I thought my hammies and my ductors were going to be cooked and my hip flexors cooked. They were all good. Um, what about yourself? I'm glad you put up all right, actually. It wasn't too bad. I was yeah. actually legitimately worried with all the injuries and stuff that you had yeah. that it was going to be like a bad recovery, right? So it's awesome to see that you well, did Well, you actually mentioned well. that you thought that the volume training was actually one of the best things possible for yeah. um, coming back. Exactly. Because you, you, you can't explain. go heavy. Well, uh, you you got injured and then you took a break, started training again, pushed your weight pretty heavy, got injured. And that happened like two or three times, mm. which is hard. A lot of athletes do do that when like you know what you're capable of. You get an injury where you have to stop and start all over again. Just pushing back too fast, too early. Yeah, and you can do that. You physically literally can. And so you do do that, but you just shouldn't. Like if you're, you're mm. injured, depending on what the injury is, sometimes your body just can't handle that load. It just needs to be a slower buildup and you'll experience that firsthand, right? Like all the stuff that you were doing, like you were heavy on the yoke again, like all your weights were going up and then it's just this like recurring thing over and over. So the squat challenge is a good way for you to like have to cap your weight. You know, like there's no reason to squat that much more than 100 kilos if you're doing hundreds and hundreds of reps. The most that I was doing was 120 for like fives. But if I was doing on my volume sets, just 100. Yeah, Some, sometimes 105. That's what I mean. So yeah. just like the sheer amount of volume that you were doing, it like builds better joint structures, ligament strength, tendons, like all that sort of stuff. So it's probably the best thing that you could have done yeah. getting back into I it. I thought it was good. Um, yeah, so how did I recover? Poorly. Poorly. Yeah. You said like my knees hurt wait, on wait. the 200 po- po- to... 
How dare you? The, the 200, 250 mark. My everything hurt almost the whole time. After about 200 reps, my glutes were so tight, they just wouldn't give up. They were so tight the whole time. They felt like they were half cramped and they just wouldn't stop. Um, after we got past the 200 mark, because the most I'd ever done in a session before was uh, 150. Yeah. yeah, so once we got past 200, I was, I was feeling it. My traps were like all the muscles in my uh, neck. You know when you brace? Like your scalenes. When you tense. Yeah, sometimes you give yourself like a bit of a tension headache if you brace and push too hard. Because we were doing that for so many reps. I uh, I started getting a bit of like a, a headache, I think. But it was just because my traps holding the bar on my back and not letting it bully me out of position. Towards like the end, the last 200, I was feeling it. Every single rep. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to like make it worse because so you, many things were hurt. So you didn't that. have to say anything. There was because you were lying down with a cold towel on your oh, face. I was struggling. So my, my like my traps and shoulders were actually really sore for about 24 hours. My shoulders were killing me. Everything was just inflamed. Um, that was hurting a lot during the day. The bar was burning my back. My knee sleeves were burning the back of my knees after about 300. My glutes wouldn't quit. My hip flexors felt a bit tight, but my lower body all in all was actually not too bad on the day except for those glutes. And um, I w it was just bullying me. I just didn't feel great doing the challenge. <laughs> Everything after 300 was a bit of a grind. Um, those last couple of reps that we did where we counted the last however many it was to finish the thousand. I got yep. 440. I think you got the 460. Yeah. And, and, I was and So just quickly would say yeah. um, between Byron and Megan yeah. and their four sets, they did a hundred. So we had 900 between us and we were basically just doing five reps every, every two, and, two and, and a half minutes for four hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. Roughly 415, 420 or something like that. Yeah. Um, I had to pick up a couple extra at the end just because I think you're slowing down. I was struggling. Bit. I was, I was really, to make sure we got them all. really struggling to lock my hips out on the last like four or five sets. And I was, I was getting to the point where I wasn't sure if I was going to start finishing sets of five so even towards the end i went from two and a half to three minutes rest and started pushing my rest periods out a little bit um big props to byron and megan for hitting those and they did those 100 reps by the way they had two rounds that's all they did yeah so byron came in did one amrap set when we needed 30 reps 30 reps right off the bat and then he came in the second time and did 20 reps and then megan was similar megan did, did 20 and then 26 yeah yeah so they smashed so yeah it. And without them there's no way i feel like you could have kept going Yes. Yeah, I, I felt like I could, I, I could have. In the if back you really of my mind, to carry, I in think the back of my mind, I was wondering like, do we still do like five hundred each, even with these things? Um, no and, and but then it was like, like, oh no, well, let's just get the thousand done. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have survived. I was, I pushed pretty hard. But to get even to that so, point there, right? I don't know if there's that many people that can say that they've done forty-four um, thousand kilos worth of load, forty-four tons and forty-six tons in a no, squat session. I don't think so. In one day, it's a lot of volume. It is. That is that that is the right math, right? It was it was four hundred and forty times one hundred. Yeah. Four hundred and forty times one hundred. Yes, forty four thousand kilos of squats. Yeah. So forty four tons. It's way too many. And forty six tons. tons. It's a um, lot of tons. So yeah, I was I was just struggling. Even if you were like that, yoked and did a GVT, like 100 reps at 200. I've done, done 100 reps, reps before. Yeah, but imagine even if you were that's a massive fine. bodybuilder and did 10 by 10, or like a massive bodybuilder powerlifter does 10 by 10 yeah. at 200 kilos, let's say. That's massive. That's still only 20 tons. Like, I feel like... For, have you ever... Has anyone listening? Has anyone done more than 44 and 46 tons in a single squat session? And don't count your leg press because no one cares about your leg press. Yeah. Talking about squatting, guys. All right? Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's a in lot. the words of John Hack... Um, just like, why would you do a less superior exercise when you can squat? I don't think people have. And the reason why is because it took us four hours to do that. It did take about, yeah, four hours. You know minutes. what I mean? Unless you're squatting 
400 kilos every set. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's going to take a while to get that much tonnage under your belt. And that's, right. that's the thing actually that got me the most. I accounted for the workload and the training and the conditioning I needed to do to be able to push that out on the day. But I did not account for how many calories that we would burn on the day. Yes, and that's that interesting actually. really kicked my ass like hard. Which camera are we on now? Um, yeah, that, uh, that, this one. That really kicked my ass hard. Um, after the challenge, I, I, was, I ate beforehand. I had a lot of calories beforehand. I had a lot of calories the night before. I was having those gel packs and power aids, like lots of calories to get me through. I was probably under half the amount that I needed. Mm -hmm. When we finished and stopped moving, I my vision went blurry, started getting lightheaded. I like, couldn't hold tension in my legs. I kept falling over. I fell over a bunch of times. And um, it was just like over and over and over again until I got home and had a cool shower and cooled down a little mm. bit. That made me feel a bit better. But then we had dinner. We had pizza for dinner. Yes, and I so immediately kind of perked up a little bit. We're so good. My blood sugar was so low. And I actually felt really tired the next day. It was hard to, you know, you wake up sometimes, you can barely actually literally open your eyes. I was exhausted until we had breakfast. And then, uh, then after uh, breakfast on the Sunday, then I started getting hungry. I ate two or three more times. It wasn't until Sunday afternoon after eating so much that I actually Replenish. started feeling like normal again. Like yeah. after that steak that you cooked, yeah. we had some, uh, had some T-bones. Slow cooked T-bone steak as well. That's right. Nice. Smoked. Um, Smoked with uh, some apple wood. Uh, with that's a Korean, about the with a, with a actually, Korean spicy barbecue roll really tired yeah until we had that and then after that i started feeling kind of normal again so i think i underestimated how many calories i needed to have during and after that was challenge. i was quite surprised now on my watch at the end it said hey you just burnt 3800 calories i'm like <laughs> and we all know because i've said it several times that wrist worn calorie burn devices that mm -hmm. track your calorie burn i'm notoriously bad at tracking calorie burn while exercising up to 93% uh, inaccurate um, or overestimates usually between 50 and 93%. So I also went on to a calculator online, two different calculators online actually. I wanted to like be as thorough as possible. Mm -hmm. So the watch said 3,800 calories. Yep. I used two online calculators where you put in your age, your body weight, your gender, gender's a construct, you put on your gender and, um, and uh your average heart rate over a duration of uh, of time. Mm -hmm. So my average heart rate during that four hours and 15 minutes of squatting was 132 beats per minute, mm -hmm. right? That was my average. So it started off at like 100 and it finished up at like 155, 160. Mm -hmm. So the average is 132. I kept um, doing mine when you asked me as well. I kept yeah. doing it as well. When you asked me like how, when I don't even remember how far through we were. It was 140 and then every time, every round after that, I did it again and it just was climbing a yeah. couple of beats per minute. Every single set, yeah. it just slowly kept, kept going up. up over 150 um, by the end as well. The two calculators came back. One said 3,300 calories and one said 3,500 calories. Mm. So you have three different things, 33, 35, 38. So I probably burnt around, let's say middle range, 3,500 calories mm -hmm. during those four hours, which makes sense because when I ran the marathon, mm -hmm. I was burning roughly... 100 calories every kilometer. So over the 42 um, or 1,000 calories per hour. So over the 42 kilometers and the four hours that I ran the marathon, yeah. I burnt 4,000 calories. So 3,500 to 4,000 for about four hours of work, you had more rest period here. So it makes sense that it's, you know, five, 600 calories less. Um, but yeah, so we definitely didn't eat 3,500 calories during, but that pizza was my first cheat meal in 35 days. And I downed a large meat pizza and 1.25 liters of, of Coke in about four minutes. And yeah. I was still starving. I was yeah. like, oh, my body needed that. I was hungry. I couldn't eat after the pizza. I had to wait a bit so I could eat again. Yeah, um, yeah I, I was the same. It was pretty rough. Um, and then I started feeling kind of normal after that. Like my blood sugar was super low. And I just, I was dizzy and I kept hitting the ground. So I was like, 
I'd lose, you know, when you, the room kind of goes for a sec, I'd be like, oh, I'd have to just sit down because I <laughs> yeah. thought I was going to pass out. And yeah. I did that five or six times. Sarah literally had to hold my hand and help me walk because just I didn't have the strength to lock my legs out. Yeah. And same the next day. So we walked to breakfast and then back, which is about 120 meters from our yeah. house. Yeah. Um, There's a cafe just down the street. And I started off pretty strong. And then I did, like my legs were kind of out to the side. I was kind of like waddling, but I, I for almost two days straight, I couldn't lock my legs out because my adductors and VMOs just cramped and yeah. like my strength would go and I'd like drop well, under the weight of my own legs. Well, we, we when we walked to get pizza, which is about 30 meters past that cafe, and it was On the, the way back, it the was the longest light downhill <laughs> was the hardest hill I've ever had to walk down in my life. It was the longest walk to get pizza I've ever experienced. Like, how are we taking this long to walk 150 meters each way? But yeah, Anyhow. yeah, it was it was pretty tough. He did give us a free pizza because he's a friend he of mine, did, and he was very yeah. impressed with our feet. So what do you guys do today? We're like, well, yeah, he's like, yeah. have a free pizza. We're like, yes, thanks, big yeah, man. Yeah, old Piccadilly. So old Some Piccadilly. Thank you, Chris from Old Piccadilly. This side of Perth. If you are um, in the Joondalup area or in the northern suburbs, you should definitely check out Old Piccadilly Pizza in Joondalup. Um, it's the shout tits, out, as the kids say. It's great. Um, so I think is that is that the sum up of the actual squatting work? Yeah. So we did the diet, did the prep. Did the recovery. Um, did the aftermath. The aftermath. Yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you guys want to know? Drop something in the comments for us if you want to ask any questions about the squat challenge. Please do. Um, no, we're not doing any more squat challenges. That's enough <gasps> squat challenges. No, we are going to do some squat challenges in the future when we get down to the same weight. Because then we can do like on par, like it's no longer, oh, it's percentage based or is it relative or absolute. Like if we're both around the 90 kilo mark within a couple of kilos of each other, we can do at body weight at 1.5 times. Like we can do an actual the very comparable challenge. The last time you were down at 90, you cut like eight kilos. Well, no, 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 two times. So during the squat challenge, I was weighing when we like- we did the squat challenge. When we did the, squ the squat challenges in- um, uh, Our first squat challenge that we did. Yeah, I don't even know, even know when it was. It might've even been after the 100 squats. I can't remember. Either way, whatever mm -hmm. it was, um, who can squat the most? And we did it relative it to body relative weight. relative to body weight, yeah. Um, I was weighing around 96 kilos but i water loaded up to 99 and then did a massive water cut down to 91 mm -hmm. right so that or 90 whatever it was and i was i weighed so in I was, on that one at 74 yes yeah um but after that six months later when i was training for the states i was naturally uh, just from eating healthily down at 91 and a half kilos because i hurt my back a week out at 91 and a half yeah, kilos and, I, and there I was no that. water loading yet so i would naturally without manipulating my body through water weight and, and stuff like that. I was naturally at 91 and a half. So that's the lightest I've been in quite some time, but it is doable. That was, you know, two years ago, a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what are you saying we should do? We should no, do like I don't want to put anything out there now. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that in the future, we could do a squat challenge. That's, that's actually on, there's no, I have to do calculations. If we do another one, I think, cause I'm actually interested to see that as well. If we do another one, I think we should do a more lighthearted one where we don't go crazy and try and win. We just like within reason, Put it in our program, say roughly give ourselves six months so we have like plenty of prep time and not break ourselves in half like we have been for all these other challenges. Yeah, 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 just yeah. do like a friendly competition. Right. Doesn't matter who wins. We could no just one. do we could even just do one AMRAP set, as many reps as possible at body weight. Something like that. Where it's not I was crazy heavy. Never do volume again because okay. that's the worst idea ever. Well that and makes just sense do too. like a one rep. With enough prep and enough time, okay. like we'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Something we'll figure like that. it out. Or maybe even like a triple. Or is something. it? Is so there we don't anything have to push crazy heavy? Is there anything that you would like to see us do if we get more in line with each other's body weight? Because then it's you know it's it is it's in line, right? There's no oh it's relative or there's a formula. You know, it's just we'd be the same. It could be interesting. 
Let's do some athletic stuff. If you're lighter, you should be able to jump pretty high, right? Oh, gosh. Let's do a box jump challenge. We'll, we'll see. I like that one. We'll box see jump challenge. Or let's see, like, who can walk on their hands for the longest. Ooh. All right? Like a handstand Dude, competition. Dude, I got such long arms. Got, you know that doesn't favor me at all. Hey, man, with the same weight. should be fine, right? No, it's different. <laughs> it's, why is it different? Because I got long arms. It's harder. It should be easier. You got a better gait. You should be able no, to cover ground further. So we'll definitely do a walking in our hands competition. We'll definitely do a box jump competition. Like stuff like that, like broad jump competition. Um, some like power stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and... Like I like to, because you're a pretty athletic guy as well. Um, I've seen you do some stuff. Right. Don't be fooled. I've seen you when do I'm some in my, stuff. When I'm in my chunky state, um, is that when it comes to being athletic, people think you have to always look athletic to be athletic. You don't. And one of my best friends, Rory, Not always. He's always been like pretty lean, pretty shredded. Like yeah. people call him yeah. Rock Man because he's just like dense with muscle. Right. Mm-hmm. He was a winger and fullback in rugby, so he was like very fast agile and he's like what you would think of as an athlete and he always used to watch we used to watch nfl a lot together and he'd always be like oh look at ben roethlisberger he's so fat he's not even an athlete i'm like no mate you can be a fat athlete look at those linemen those 350 pound linemen Mm -hmm. they are athletes they just are carrying a heap of muscle mass and fat mass yeah so you can be a fat athlete very 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 strong don't be fooled and very very powerful just not for a very long time that's right yeah yeah different different strengths right yeah yeah so I think um, we should do some stuff like that. We, we should can do some do power and agility. I'm down, I'm down for something be, like that. I think that'd be really exciting. In terms of training now, I'm not doing anything heavy. I'm still making sure that everything is working 100%. Like I said, I've only been training one month now since hurting my neck back in August. It's been lower body only. I did my first upper body session this week and man, it hurts. But basically, it was a bodybuilding style session. I did one volume session. Um, one bodybuilding. I'm, I'm bodybuilding now. Just so you know. You're bodybuilding now? I'm bodybuilding now. I did one session. You're going to get down into some speedos and do some No, things? no, no, no. Just like, just like. Training like a bodybuilder? No, just like spiritually. I'm a bodybuilder now. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm a bodybuilder now. I just, I identify as a bodybuilder. I, I identify yeah. as, I did one volume <laughs> session. I supersetted chest to chest and my tits hurt and I'm a bodybuilder now. Cool. Okay. All right. So just so you know, um, no, I'm going to be doing, <laughs> I, I, I want to actually, as I'm dropping weight, it's going to be hard to push really, really heavy. Yeah. So I'm going to take this as, a, a, as an opportunity to do high volume work and try to build a little bit of lean mass mm-hmm. and just condition my muscles in a way that they haven't really been trained in in quite some time, if ever. Yeah. I've never, you know, fresh out of school, I did some volume, some, you know, be bought, like, body, but no, that wasn't proper training. Like yeah. now I actually have a bit of knowledge behind me and a bit of a base behind me. That's the goal is to do, you know, just try to get a little bit of volume in there and just see what happens. I have no intention of getting up on stage ever in an underpants or oil Good, lab. because. All right? uh, I'm going to make some people upset here, but bodybuilding is silly. It's silly. It is silly. It's the pinnacle of fitness and health. It's actually incredibly unhealthy to get on stage for a bodybuilding competition. Correct. So, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 thank you. Not even slightly interested in that. But I am interested to see if I can um, build some lean mass and build a bit of muscle size, maybe even as I'm dropping fat mass. Or if it prevents me from um, losing lean mass. Either way, I'm excited. That's my training style. What are you training for now? I'm following in. When I grow up, I want to be just like Sophie. If you could put a photo next to me here of Sophie. I, don't have, I just don't have photos of Sophie we'll on my get, phone. We'll get but, a photo okay, of her and right. put it up here. Um, I want to be just like Sophie. Uh, she competed in Static Monsters last year, got top 10 in her weight class and has been invited to World Series. In the Monster. world, top 10 in the world, guys. Uh, in July mid-year this year, so I'm going with her to London where she will compete to be the greatest in the world, potentially. Ooh, we'll see. Uh, and I'm, I want to be just as cool as her. So that's what I'm going to try and do as well. I kind of surprised myself. I've been doing a lot of overhead stuff just for fun, really, for a while. And I joined in 
with Byron and Sophie at the Last Static Monsters comp. I hadn't prepped at all for deadlifts and I was sick beforehand, but I'd still been doing some overhead work. So I trained the log once the week before and then uh, almost passed out a little bit. And then on the comp day, I just did the log, joined in for fun and got heaviest on the day, which was pretty cool actually. Yeah. Um, I kind of surprised myself, started looking at the numbers and I have a legitimate chance of getting a top 10 if I, if I push myself hard enough. So I'm gonna try and do that. If, at the end of this year in October, I can get top 10 in the under 90s weight class. Then the following year, I should be doing the same thing. So that's right. a couple of uh, really exciting things coming up. It's very exciting. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's what I'm doing. That's, that's, I think that's great. Uh, I'm excited to see how you go. And on that note, I think we uh, end this episode. This I think recap that's is done. The recap is done. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So also, just before we do go, yes. we're going to do some just the fit tips. There's more Ooh, coming at you. Just the fit We've got tips. some ideas up on the board here. Yeah. But as always, uh, if you guys have any questions that you want us to answer on just the fit tip, and for those of you who don't know, just the fit tip is us uh, getting into the kind of like the the myths and debunking things just health and fitness related things anything health and fitness related so yeah. we can debunk myths we can explain why some old wives tales about training are true we can anything about nutrition performance anything about health and fitness if you have an interest in it shoot us a message and we can do they're just short five to ten minute episodes um, giving a bit of information and knowledge around those subjects. We do a little bit of research and try and find the best information that we can find, the most relevant information that we can find. Try to find it from peer-reviewed journal studies. Um, if we can't, then we just look uh, across broad sources. But the, the best yeah. information we can find Correct. given the topic. And um, then we go, uh, we give you guys the tip of fitness. Just the, you know? just the fitness tip. Just, just the, the tip, tip of fitness. Of fitness. Yes. All right. All right, guys. So let us know in the comments if you have any good ones and we'll get on that. And that'll be actually soon. We like doing those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Cool. Awesome, guys. Thanks very much much we will see you all again soon see you next time guys see you guys